สวัสดีครับ and welcome to the mouth of the Mekong Those are my friends who live about a mile up the road. It's Thursday, November 28th. Happy Thanksgiving. My name is Michael, and I am the mouth, a longtime senior Asia correspondent for National Public Radio, NPR, now recovering. And I live on the Mekong in the Golden Triangle, where Laos, Thailand, and Myanmar meet. And today, today I'm feeling a lot like Bill Murray in Groundhog Day. I got you. High political dysfunction, the 2013 edition, just in time for the holidays. That's the finance ministry in the capital. It's been overrun by protesters, now using it as their unofficial headquarters. On this, the fifth straight day of protests aimed at bringing down the government. Remember the anti-government mobs who occupied and shut down Bangkok's international airport in 2008? Same bunch, really. With pretty much the same goal to bring down another democratically elected government, this one, headed by Prime Minister Yingluck Shinawat, the first woman to hold the job. The opposition says she's a stooge for her brother, deposed Prime Minister Taksin Shinawat, ousted in a 2006 coup, now in exile after a 2008 corruption conviction. The opposition says Taksin the Elder is still calling the shots, skyping it in from Dubai. And that's really what this is about. It's about the establishment's blind hatred of Toxin, the political outsider from upcountry who harnessed the power of Thailand's rural masses and turned it into multiple election victories and a near lock on power, power that the old elite used to enjoy exclusively and still haven't gotten over losing. When Toxin was ousted in 2006, the military drafted a new constitution designed in part to keep him and his party from power once democracy was restored. That didn't work out so well. Every time there's been an election since, Toxin-backed parties have won and won big. Something about Toxin and his party delivering a voice and political pork to rural ties unaccustomed to either low-cost loans, affordable health care, etc. You know, subversive stuff like that. And the largely urban elite? They sometimes call the rural folk Kwai. It means buffalo. But they're really calling them stupid. But guess what? The rural and urban poor may be ignorant, but they're not stupid. And they've learned that their voices and their votes matter. And that's another reason the urban elite hates Toxin so much. He's changed the political playing field. The genie's out of the bottle, and it's going to be tough getting it back in. But to be fair, this latest crisis was largely one of Toxin's own making, sparked by an ill-advised effort by his sister Ying Luck to ram an amnesty bill through Parliament that could have paved the way for his return from exile. That woke up the opposition, which is now using the now-dead amnesty bill as an example of government corruption and a reason to force Ying Luck out. What do they want instead? I'm not sure they're sure. Maybe a kind of guided democracy like Lee Kuan Yew's Singapore model with the old elite in charge, of course. Are the corruption claims against Toxin valid? Some of them are, yes. Is he now a political cancer, a malignant one whose return would only lead to more strife and bloodshed? Absolutely. The man can't come back. He's going to have to get used to exile. But the cancer in the Thai body politic runs deep, and it runs across party lines. Nobody's hands are clean. And the cold, hard fact is his sister is right when she says hers is a democratically elected government, and she insists she will not step down. We won't talk about the role of the monarchy or the army in this crisis. Suffice it to say they've got a side, and you know which one it is. Oh, 
And the man leading the latest round of protests? He's been charged with murder for his alleged role in ordering the military to use live ammunition to disperse toxin supporters in central Bangkok back in 2010, the last time the opposition was briefly in power. More than 90 people died. No one has been held accountable. So the stalemate continues again. The tourists and foreign investors grow wary again. And the crowds surrounding the various government ministries grow too. And don't think the toxin supporters are sitting idly by. They're preparing to defend their government if need be. Trouble seems just around the corner again too. That's it for this week. Any comments, suggestions, criticism? Hit the contact button at mouthofthemekong.com and have at it. Talk to you, with you, at you again next week. Wait, a shout-out to my friend Alex. Get well soon, brother. Your bed's waiting.